Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Happy Monday, I should I say, happy Medical Mom of NICU Day, Monday. I'm Tanisha, and I'm a proud NICU mom to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. But now, my daughter, she's two now, so I have to say three under five total. And I wanted to come on here to honor Medical Moms of NICU around the world. Every Monday, I strive to share tips, NICU advice, NICU resources on this podcast, but I'm also honoring my grief this series because last year, my dad passed away in July and my aunt passed away in December, so I've been speaking about grief and how this grief is different from NICU trauma or NICU grief. And today is going to be an episode about my birthday without you. This week is actually a powerful week because my two sons have birthdays along with me and my dad would have been 60. So we have birthdays back to back to back to back. And it's bittersweet because You're celebrating life and you're also honoring and memorializing a great dad, a great grandpa, and you're just wondering how do you, how do you hold space for that? And thankfully, I found a nice event that I went to go to to honor my dad and also to pay respect to a powerful man that the world will celebrate on my dad's birthday. And that's Dr. Martin Luther King. And they're actually going to have a King's Day on my dad's birthday. So I hope that and pray that our family can be well. Right now, we've been dealing with cold and sinus issues. My oldest son, that is the kidney warrior, has attended preschool since August, and this is his second time getting sick. So we're just trying to make sure that he stays well, and it's a hard decision as a medical mom to keep him home for his safety because he's also affecting the whole house. And so I told myself, my mother intuition told me, to keep him home for the next couple weeks because we have birthdays, and you just don't want to expose him to a lot of things around the classroom that's maybe going on and you you can't really 
do anything about it. <laughs> but when you're able to be with your child, you know where they're at, you can sanitize, you can make sure things are clean and just limit their exposure to a lot of children as much as possible. So, but it's going to be different because I was a daddy's girl and I'm used to hearing my dad call me every birthday. Even my aunt, they never miss birthdays. They knew everybody's birthdays. And so I know my emotions are going to be up and down, but I'm thankful for the years that I have and all the memories I have. And if anything, those who are listening who are mourning the loss of a loved one, I will say print out all your pictures all the good memories. I have so many good memories on my phone. I have so many good videos and so many voice recordings of voice messages. Like I have messages of my dad calling me to wish me a happy birthday. I have voice messages of my aunt. And so I'm planning to airdrop them off my phone to my laptop and save it on my external hard drive. And I would advise you to do the same as we go into a new year. Life is not promised. Savor those memories and put them into hard copies because you never know. Technology can flip out and you're going to be so sad if you lose those memories. So that's what I would say. Another big thing that I am owning on social media is I love Jesus I love Christ, but I'm also going to counseling, grief counseling, and my session will begin tomorrow. And I'm very thankful to be able to hold space for my grief, because a lot of times as a medical mom, you're grieving your motherhood trauma, but you're not able to grieve the other things that may have been pressed upon you, whether it's childhood trauma, whether it's your relationship with your spouse and how that has changed as grief or the loss of a loved one, the loss of miscarriages. There's so many things that you can grieve, child loss, loss of, of a job, loss of self. And so it's so many different waves of grief. And I want to hold space for me. And so thankfully, this is a resource for those who are in Arkansas, because I'm from Arkansas. Arkansas Hospice does welcome grief counseling for free. All you have to do is call them or send an email expressing your interest in grief counseling. And they call it telegrief, where they meet on Zoom every Tuesday or every other Tuesday. And you're able to listen, share And hold space for how you're feeling on the inside. And I've done this before with my grandmother who passed away 10 years ago. And I'm doing it for my dad and my aunt that just passed six months. Almost six months ago for my dad and one month ago for my aunt. And so I wanted to continue to honor my grief. And another way I'm honoring my grief is by talk therapy. As much as I love helping others, this is also helping me to get out my emotions, unfiltered, raw, authentic, transparent as I can be. I can only be me. And so this podcast is very therapeutic and it's keeping me present with what's going on week from week to week. And so I'm thankful that I launched this podcast 
soon after my dad passed, it was like this burning sensation to say, do it, (laughs) do it, whatever you want to do. And you got that passion, you got that drive for something and it won't leave you alone. Do it because that is God's purpose for your life. And people need to feel love. They need to feel what you love. And by you serving others, you will be blessed. And so this podcast was a great way to honor my grief. And it was a great way for me to help medical moms nick you because A lot of the things that I'm going through, most likely you have experienced or will experience. And I welcome new listeners that listen every week. I thank you for just taking the time to listen to this Medical Moms Nikki podcast where we help you navigate the medical system with ease because I literally just listened to God and he said, you don't need all these bells and whistles. Go ahead and start it now. As you start it now, you be consistent. You can continue to add on to that. And any project that you're doing this year in 2023, I want to challenge you to elevate. Elevate. If you got a calling or you got a gift or you got a purpose that God has given you and you alone, do it. Don't worry about it being perfect. Go ahead and go for it. Because as you go by faith and not by fear, God will bless your territory. He will make steps happen. He will build those partnerships for your passion to come to life. But you have to walk by faith and not by sight. And so I am challenging myself to move forward and to press on. That's one of the things that my aunt always told me to do is to continue to push, continue to push through those problems that you're experiencing because that that creates patience, that creates perseverance. And we all need that going into 2023. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be highs and lows. That's just how God designed it to work. And so where there is a negative, there will be a positive. Right now, real life scenario, all three of my babies have some type of affliction with cold sinus issues. I have a little bit of it. My auntie has a little bit of it. My husband has a little bit of it. But we're pressing through. Today, I was able to call the children's hospital, let them know that my son is nauseous and he's just not feeling well so that he can get into his pediatric clinic as soon as possible. But thankfully, he is not at the emergency room. I remember time and time again, he was there and calling on Jerry and letting her know, we're back at the ER again. We're back at the ER again. We got to put him on IV fluids. We got to put him on oxygen support because he's breathing hard. There was so much going on. Medical chaos. And so last year, she would tickle me, my aunt, and she told me, she said, Tanisha, is your son playing? Is he waking up singing? Is he getting into everything? I said, yes. She said, that's a good day. You don't want him sick in the hospital, laying in the bed, can't function. That is a bad day. And so even though my son is not feeling 100%, I'm thankful to God that we are not in the ER. We are not dealing with IVs. We're not dealing with pick lines. We're not dealing with oxygen support and et cetera. And for those moms who are dealing with that, 
trust that this this too shall pass. I had to tell myself that there was times I was crying in that uncomfortable hospital recliner and I was praying to God and I was crying and then I was listening to gospel music, listening to Cece Winans, Yolanda Adams, Fred Hammond, and it helped my spirit that was so heavy hearted because the worst thing that you can experience as a mom is when your child is sick and chronically sick and there's nothing but you, you can do but pray and to also lean on the support that is given to you, whether that's from the social worker, whether that's from the chaplain, whether that's from the care team, whether that's from a friend or family member or coworker that can come in on your behalf when, when you need a break, when you need to eat, when you need to shower, when you need to rest. And I'm saying this in love and I'm hoping that it's received in love because I've been there. I've been there and so I'm thankful that God has smiled on us and has given us rainbows after the storm, after storm, after storm. Last year was a beautiful rainbow. Even after my bed, my dad had passed on, my aunt had went outside walking with my oldest son. And she said, Nene, I didn't have my camera. I said, what happened? She said, there was a beautiful rainbow right over our home. And I said, that's God's covenant to say, I'm with you, even in grief. I'm with you. And so just look for those divine signs. Look for those divine signs that God sends, those rainbows, that sunshine, that sunset, that person that gives you comfort or calls you or texts you and tells you, hey, I was just thinking about you. These are things that you can count your blessings on when challenges arise. I just want to come on here to say, that wherever you are, I hope that you know that God is with you. Don't lean on to your own strength, but lean on to God's strength. Lean on the nonprofits that are out there to help support you to navigate these waters. Don't allow pride to keep you from being blessed. No one can help you if you don't tell them what you need. One thing I can say even though my aunt and my dad is not present physically on this earth, is that they knew that I would call during crisis. They knew I would specify my need. I said, Dad, I need you here. There was there was a few times in this journey that he came and flew in, but before I even had my oldest son, that's a Nikki warrior and graduate, I literally was calling him and letting him know we're coming to Cincinnati, Ohio, Dad. We're coming to Cincinnati, Mom. We're coming to Cincinnati, Aunt, because they're telling me here in Arkansas there's nothing they can do, and my son's not going to live. And so we relocated to Cincinnati, Ohio, and thankfully God saw fit to be in Ohio because that's where I'm from, and my family came through in so many waves of this journey, and I was very supportive, but had I not let them know how critical this pregnancy was and how risky it was, they would not have been able to be supportive and take me to the non-stress test and take me to the ultrasound test and take me to the conferences for his care and just be there in the NICU journey when I was in Cincinnati Children's with my husband. They would not have been able to aid me in that. So I'm sharing this because it is real. 
a lot of times we hold on to things and we're too ashamed to share what we're going through. And one thing I can say about myself, I'm not ashamed to share what I'm going through, even right now. It's going to be a different birthday for me. Chapter 35 is going to be really different for me. But I thank God for all the memories that I have of my dad and my aunt and my grandma and so forth. Because that's all I have to lean on in times like this. And so I just hope that this message blesses you. If you're mourning, be open to support group counseling, private counseling. Do something that brings you joy. I really plan all things are well with our family so that we can celebrate life at the King's Day and be able to participate in family activities there in honor of my dad and give back. They have a, a food bank giveaway, not giveaway, but donation. And they're also going to promote giving blood on King's Day. So. I really want to give back on the day that my dad passed away. He really left a mark on me giving back more. And so to be able to give blood on his birthday, on his 60th birthday, and to be at a monumental place, the King's Memorial, where Dr. King unfortunately was killed, is going to be a blessing to be there and witness that with my family. And honoring two powerful men, Dr. King and my father. So I'm looking forward to that experience and I'm praying to God that it happens. And I'm challenging you as a listener to find something in your local neck of the woods. <laughs> as uh, one of the newscasters would say, or the weather weathercaster would say, Al Roker. Um, in your neck of the woods, find something that you can do. That's fun. Thank you for listening, Medical Moms of Nikki, around the world. I pray that this podcast, as unfiltered as it was, blessed you today. May I challenge you to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. That is my theme this year, is to put on my mask before saving my baby. Quick story before I leave you. Last year in December, I had flu with my youngest son and the stewardess had kept saying put your mask on first put your mask on first put your mask on first before saving your baby and I said that is my sole lesson my that my sole lesson is to put my mask on first thank God he saved me from myself he saved me from drowning into postpartum depression with having three under five because it's a real thing even though it's beautiful it is very very heavy and challenging, especially when you have one that's chronically ill, you're nursing around the clock, you have less sleep, have less time for yourself, and you have to nurture these young brains and also change them, make sure they're provided for, and the whole nine is beautiful, but it can be very challenging. And thankfully, God provided support for me because I was very, very deep, deep into postpartum depression. And this was before my dad even passed away. I felt that postpartum depression heavy. And my aunt and my dad was very concerned about me. And 
Thankfully, my dad's sister came after my spiritual social media fast in April, came down here to be of support to our family peace and to be the missing piece to our family peace so that I could love myself more, that I can nurture my marriage better, that I can nurture my children better so that I don't feel like I'm drowning in so much. And it has been beautiful. And even though there's been challenging moments of making space for another family member to be with us temporarily, it's got so many rewards. Last year was so rewarding. When I think about last year, there was only two major blows. Everything else started to be beautiful and blissful. And so I I just, I, I left me speechless. Everything opened up. I had my date nights back with my husband. I was able to do self-care date nights with me, <laughs> you know, and I was able to nurture my babies and they were speaking more and playing more. And it was just beautiful. So I just wanted to share that piece with you. That whatever things that you are dealing with right now, you don't have to do it alone. So I hope that this message blesses you and you continue to take care of you. Happy New Year 2023. Go in there with a great mindset to win, to elevate, to renew yourself. If you need to renew yourself, invest in yourself better, do it. You matter. You cannot do anything on an empty cup. The car stops when it's on E, right? Your body is the same way. You can't move if you don't fill your cup. So I hope that this message challenges you to take self-care into 2023. Make yourself a priority and elevate to the next level. Until next time, remember you are more than capable of handling your child's medically complex care. I'm Tanisha.